Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 85. Yes, we are 15 away from number 100. We are the Two Left Thumbs, your source of weekly gaming news and updates. In this week's episode, we are going to be talking about the PS5 reveal event that has now been postponed. EB Games has to refund Fallout 76 purchases, when to watch the E3 2020 streams in Australian time, and PlayStation 5 games might become a little bit more expensive. We also have the best weekly deals from a range of publishers across all gaming platforms. Remember, if you are listening now, don't forget to share the podcast around, tell a friend about it, leave a rating, as all of that really does help us reach new people. My name's Gray as a Gamer. Joined with me, as always, is the whiz kid himself, the editing maestro, Deaf Puppies. Hey, you going, man? I'm fucking stressed. <laughs> <laughs> uh, for everyone who's listening, we are now recording. Uh, live streaming to YouTube, and it's a it's a little different. It's a it's we've got to get used to it. the The streaming service of YouTube is complex for reasons unknown, and there is a wicked delay that we have to deal with that keeps messing with us. But I think we are good. We got it. I think we're okay. Um, but aside from that, I'm I'm great. My my heart is beating, and I, I have no idea what's going on. But it's fine. We're fi- it, It's it's fine. Um, we're all good. We are all okay. It looks like we have audio and all that jazz, so we're all right. Sounds good. Hey, um, do you play video games? I do, occasionally. On occasion, I, I tend to dip into the world of video games. Could you um, tell me about a handful that you might have played this week? So this week, I didn't play many, many video games, but I played two. So I finished right. Maneater. Oh, okay. A lot of fun. So I finished it, finished the main story. I liked that... The end fight with like the, the, there was actually something introduced, and I wish that had been done earlier. I know, right? See, just, we couldn't just, have talked about this last week. Gradual yeah. would have been fantastic, but it was just like all of, everything was just all at the end, and then there was like the the hunters as well, like the last couple of levels, all at the end. And it's like, mm-hmm. it would have been nice to see that kind of maybe towards the midpoint where you start to see yeah. some of those mechanics. Because I got to, I'm like, what the hell is going on? Like, it, the game explains it to you fine. I know it's it's weird, isn't it? You get all the way there, and then it's like, this is a cool mechanic. I like yeah, it. Why exactly. was it in the fights? Why is you know, halfway in the game? Yeah. Um. Aside yeah. from that, it was. I mean, I found it fairly easy too. Like, um, you know the the giant giant sperm whale, the apex, mm. nailed him in yeah. less than a minute. It, nice. It, it did not take me long. I was like, huh. I was, I was hoping for. I showed him who was boss, but um, I was hoping for a little bit more challenge, especially with something that was double my level. I was yeah, like, "Oh, is that 60, it?" Yeah, I think when you take it on, it's yeah, it's level yeah. sixty. I was level, I was level thirty when I took it on. Um, yeah, but yeah, I, mean, I, I was hoping for a li- just a little bit more of a challenge. You know, like oh, I I have to like run away and heal for a minute, but I didn't have any of that. I just straight into him. I mean, I had yeah, again, I think it's like you know how we. What we spoke about last week, where it would have been good if Tripwire, the um, the, the developers, had a really leaned into the crazy side of things a bit yeah, more. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because that would have gave, like given them a bit more creative freedom in combat. Because as it was, they kind of stretched it just a little bit of what the shark, you know, shark could be doing. Yeah, and yeah, I think sure. that could have made the boss fights and general fights a little bit better, but. It is. It's a fun game, isn't it? It's it is, a bit it's weird. A fun game. It's it's, fun. it's a wacky and wonderful, and it's like it's it's a, it's a good game just to have fun with. It doesn't take itself seriously. 
it just has a bit of fun and i like it does i I can really appreciate that as a game it's got a bit of a cult classic vibe to it a little bit yeah a little bit there's nothing there that i think i've not seen a person really speak that badly of it um everyone has loved it and enjoyed it and has really embraced it for being a game where you eat people as a shark and that's it like it's not there's nothing else to tell. It's just get in there, get it done, and have some fun while doing it. So I hope it sells really well. So do I. I'd like, to see, I like to see... I'd love to see DLC. Oh, yes. DLC would be amazing. Um, oh, there are so many possibilities for that. Like fighting a Kraken or something would be awesome. They they already spoke about that. I did see them on oh, Twitter really? talking about um, they're in the process now of animating newer cooler things so oh, i think interesting. they might have got the go-ahead to really ramp it up a little bit oh, so excellent. and then oh, they were talking about doing a megalodon as well like another evolution to your shark and yep yeah i can see yeah i can see that happening that'll be i'm really hoping they work on something for that that'll be really really fun to do um certainly would be yeah. it's um yeah if he's um if you are interested either listen to last week's episode we did do a bit of a review on it but yeah, our thoughts overall now that we've both completed it, for mm. me, it's a uh, yeah, go yeah, go I'm, play. I'm very much aligned with what you were saying there. Again, a little bit repetitive, but still a lot of fun <laughs> just to just to be a shark and eat people. It's great. Yeah, fat um, people screaming, so good. Yeah, just drowning people screaming is. They had that. Yeah. They had that sound effect down point. It's it's horribly horribly good. Yeah, um, the other game I've um been playing this week is uh minecraft dungeons oh uh, yes you, i mean you and i both played that for, for a short amount of time and i stole all your loot um it's okay right. it's not no, like... we're not going to talk about the loot okay no we're not going to talk about the loot because i mean i thought the loot was fantastic i was getting showered in amazing loot and poor gray here was sitting there going why am i not getting anything i got like one drop <laughs> yeah um, fucking wolf head again uh, i'm gonna flip yeah, give me your thoughts on the game now that you've played a bit more. Um, so from someone that isn't coming from the Diablos S side of things, I'm coming from very much of being a Minecraft fan playing this game. Um, they really, really nailed like the the feel of Minecraft and that universe. The characters are in it. Everything there kind of makes sense as to what you'd experience in a regular Minecraft game, which is really, really good. Um, it was a little, it, it was very simplistic. Like it was very basic. Like. I'm not sure if this is, like, I mean, Minecraft is generally viewed as a kid's game um, because it, it seems very simple and very childish in the way it's it's kind of done. But um, it does have quite a bit of depth to it. And, uh, you know, there are a lot of um, adults that play it a lot. Um, so I feel like there could have been there could have been more there, like just a little mm. bit. Um, like, the combat was very kind of click to hit and... Like you get some cool combinations with some of the, the perks and the powers and stuff you get later on, um, but even then it was I don't know just it felt just a little bit too basic. Yeah, I'd, yeah. I might as well give my thoughts on it as well. Yeah, go moment. for it, man. Yeah, it was, it was what I played as well. Um, yeah, I was as someone who was the opposite of you from not playing Minecraft uh, really at all. You know, maybe an hour or two total, um, but. Yeah, I lost countless hours into Diablo and whatnot. So coming at it from that perspective, yeah, it was super simplistic um, to the point of it got it, it was going to get very very boring. I mean, I've only on 
oh, I forget how many worlds. I've only played like maybe another three or four after we stopped that night. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know if there's too many left to go, but I feel like um, there's not. The map's pretty well. So I think, well like, there. I think there's like nine all up. And then once you complete those, the other difficulties unlock. So you can go and replay them. They bring in new enemies, but not different mechanics. It's just newer, harder enemies. So yeah, a, lot of, is, a lot of the enemies you see towards the end are at the start kind of thing. Yeah, that's a staple. Um, a staple yeah. for those ARPGs. Um, yeah, it's... I think it's fine because it's aimed at a much younger demographic. It is like it is aimed yeah, for kids. Definitely, and it is built for kids, and I think that's the way it should be kind of looked at. Uh, as a fan of Diablo, on that I would not say go pick this up. I don't think it'll give you any kind of satisfaction whatsoever in its combat. Um, its loot, its loot is fucking horrible, especially for me. I got I Your had was horrible. Mine was great. I got nothing. The, the whole point of these games or those types of games is, you know, shower the player and loot. Just make it progressively get better and better and you get rewarded better for the harder tasks that you do. I mean, Destiny is a is a great example of what happens when they don't give you loot. It just gets repetitive. And it's like, why would I want to grind and go back through these levels again and whatnot? Yeah. Um, there's some weird mechanics in there. That role is... Oh, the role. I just... There are there are things that make the role slightly better. Like you can get some you can get some perks later on. Like you leave a trail of fire behind you and stuff like that. So if you're kiting enemies and you roll away from them, that will actually do something. But the fact that it stops you after the roll is oh, it's, really off-putting. It's infuriating. It slows yeah. you down so much. And these games are like they're like you want to go fast. Like you you want to speed run the levels because. There are only X amount of levels, and the idea is to turn it up and go back again and again and again and run it as more time. Sorry, to get as much loot as you can. And when they have a mechanic in there, a dodge mechanic, and it slows you down, like it's just so uncomfortable to use. And I don't even understand how someone play tested that and said, "Yeah, you know, this fucking works. This is good." Barry, send it off. We're done. It's like, man, just fix it, please. Do something. Mm. Yeah, overall, I think it's um, it's a great kids game. It's a good entry yeah, level I've, game. Yeah, um, I've been playing of... it with my kids oh. as well on console, and they seem to quite like it. And something we can do together, like co-op as well, which is always nice. Yeah, um, sweet. So I think, yeah, and I think exactly. that's what I think that's... Yeah, definitely. Yeah, um, I've seen some reviews on it, and man, some people are like putting this thing up in like nine point eight. I think it was the oh, highest really? most seen, which is wow. um, I was like, hmm. Okay, then. That's an interesting, interesting. Yeah. Um, and then I've seen others that are absolutely shit on it and destroyed it, but they kind of attacked it and reviewed it like um, as if this was the next Diablo for them to play when they completely missed the whole point of it, I think. Yeah. Yeah. But that's... It is what it is. It's a um, solid effort. And Game Pass, man, it's, it's just another it's a, it's a pretty good title for game. game. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, definitely. 100%. Um, anything else? Did you did you get into anything else? Um, no, not this week. I got Valorant downloaded. It's sitting there. I didn't get a chance to play it today. It came out today. I was like, oh, I'll get that downloaded and check that out. And then my day yeah, just totally Valorant. got away from me. I'm like, oh, how big the, okay. How big is it for the uh, listeners? Um, for memory, it wasn't that large, like thirty gig. Right, that's huge so, for me. That's huge for you, yeah. But I think it only <laughs> took me like. 
maybe like half an hour, 45 minutes to download on kind of regular or regular Australian internet. So yeah, that's not too bad. Although so it's finally, it's finally out. It. Yeah. We gave our thoughts on this last week, but mm. I'll, give it, I'll give it a play and see how it feels to play as well. At some point during the week, I'll get, I'll put a few hours in and yeah. I mean, it is, it, it is free to play, so it's yeah, not like exactly. yeah, it's not like you're losing out. And I mean, it does come like from what I've heard, it's got very good control, so it's very tight control. So yeah, which is always a plus in a shooter. Definitely. So what have I been into? Well, I did the uh, Minecraft with you. Mm-hmm. Man, no, I finished Man Eater, so I didn't get back to that. I have been uh, back in the little game called Escape from Tarkov. I've seen you playing. Um, I've been meaning to play myself. How is because the reason you're back in obviously is they've done the wipe, um, which is a reset yes. of everything. Yes. So the wipe has taken place, and um, I'm I've got to say that this is such a fucking fantastic mechanic that they have implemented into this game. It's simple. It's just we will erase everything, including your username, effectively. Oh, um, really? Yeah, you got to retype in your name, oh, stuff like God. that. Back right to basics, um, and you start all over again. You start collecting your loot. You start upgrading your hideout. You do it. You do it all again. You start all. Yeah, you know, all your traders are all back. Reset everything. Um, and it is really, really good. So when I first started it, um, a few of us in the Discord started playing. Maybe at the start of the year, that was a few months in to the current one, the one that was just just went, mm-hmm. and. While it, we loved it and we got right into it, we were definitely running into some uh, talented players and some geared players who just had, you know, they've been been grinding the game and they got all the good stuff and they can easily just farm new guys on the block like us, just walking into customs and getting absolutely shot to pieces. But now, because we are all on the same playing level, it it feels really good to play. Like from my own perspective of, you know, someone who started quite recently, um, but was struggling, not str- like struggle, struggle, but really felt it like going in and playing. Now I feel like I'm competing on a proper level with a lot of other people. It's not down to, oh, uh, you had a, you know, a decked out M4 with all the right gun, all the right ammo, everything like that. And my little shitty AK with um, PS rounds just tickled you. That was it. Even though I landed all my shots. So it it feels... It feels a lot safer to play. And I mean, for a game where you lose everything every time you die, that's that's a good feeling to have. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'm interested because yeah, I, I came in again later again than you did, so I was like right kind of towards the end. Um, and I kind of played a few rounds, got the hang of it. I like it, but again, I, I now that there's a wipe, I'm definitely interested to kind of go back and check it out oh, yeah. when everyone else is fresh and I'm kind of on equal footing and it's only my shitty gunplay that is affecting me. <laughs> yeah. Do it. It is. Yeah, it is. It feels, it feels extremely different. And um, even the levels are kind of playing out differently. So uh, reserve is a really good map that I enjoy playing on. Um, it's in uh, an abandoned military base, very contested generally um, with a lot of players on it. Lots of action. Um, but due to it being so early in the wipe, there is one extract that if you play as your PMC, which is your main character, you need to have a certain piece of equipment, uh, an ice pick to do a cliff descent, and no one, I don't think, even has that yet, or not many people would have it. 
So it's changing the dynamic of the map and how players are reacting to it. So normally, you know, pre-wipe, everyone was all these PMC players were running up the top and out of the way to this safer extract because it was well out of the way. You didn't have to do a great deal. Yeah. Now, not many people have it. They're all getting forced and, you know, shunted down back into the main section of the map. And it's just, it's really good. It makes it really chaotic. And you've got to be, like, constantly on your toes. But can, um, you can walk out with some big kills. So I think I've put down, nice, nice. yeah, like 10 scavs and four other PMCs. It was, like, one of my best runs I've done so far of the wipe. And, yeah, all, all of that happened within 10 minutes. And then you just boogie out because you're just, like, heart is beating a million miles an hour because you got three hundred thousand dollars worth of loot on you and you don't want to die the adrenaline is just fucking pumping so yeah it's um it's it's in a good spot i think that game i think it's doing quite well few hackers though which is a pain um ran yeah. into my first one the other day which is uh unfortunate they have got battle eye i think running their cheat service i think it's battle eye anyway they they are pretty um upfront with the people they ban I think they even name and shame them on their website. Yeah, I think they said something like, I, th- I saw a tweet from um, the Twitter account saying something that they banned like 7,000 people already to swipe. That's insane. That yeah, is insane. It's crazy. It's like so much money. Mm. But it, it is unfortunate. So I had um, someone who was running, uh, obviously I had a wall hack because he just knew exactly where I was because I was sitting in the corner and he knew exactly, I had aimbot. Because he walked in with a pistol and one shot. Didn't even, wasn't even looking at it. Bam. It's like, fuck, Jesus. Couldn't do anything. Spewing. No. But cheaters are everywhere. It is what it is. Shall we get into the deals this week? I think we should. Good plan. Should throw, should throw, throw a few around. We're going to kick few, off, yeah. as usual, with PlayStation. And this week on PlayStation Plus, this month, sorry, is a... Probably the biggest one I've seen with Call of Duty World War II and Star Wars Battlefront 2. That's huge. That is that is pretty damn good. Yeah. So PlayStation Plus, if you got that, go over and download it this month. Mine ran out last month. I'm like, oh, because it was like the farming sins. I'm like, eh, I'll let it go this month. I yeah, I know. Well, I don't think I've renewed mine in months. But yeah. I'm, like, nah, I'm not gonna. I'm not going to just yet. PSN deals this week. We have Mirror's Edge Catalyst for $6.23 and Metal Gear Solid V The Phantom Pain for $7.85. Played both, beaten both. Loved. And Metal Gear Solid V is, it's it's a hard one for me. I love that franchise. It's my my jam. You know, Metal Gear Solid 1 is like, on its day, it's one of my favorite games. But yeah, V V was tough. Yeah, but it is still a fantastic game for seven dollars. It's insane to pick that one up. Xbox. Now we're introducing a um a new one for Xbox this week. We're gonna have Xbox Game Pass. We're we're gonna pick a game each week from that. Um, could be one that's coming to it within the next week or two, or one that we think we everyone should have a look at. This week we have gone with No Man's Sky, which is due June. With no no firm release date, so any time between now and a week or two, I'd say they would have it out. I dare say it'll be the next. It'll be the first kind of half of June. Yeah, yeah, I think it'll be in a few days. Then pretty quick with them. Um, I am super excited to get into this. I was thinking about this the other like a month ago. Man, 
I would, would like to dump like to jump back into that on PC. Yeah. With that huge update they've done because I played it originally on the PS4 when it released and it was it, it was mind blowing what it what it could do, but it was horrible. It was like it kind of forgot to be a game first and more or less became an experiment. But now, from what I've heard, it's pretty amazing. So might be jumping yeah, into that. Um, you, might have, you might have to come with me. Multiplayer. You know, I I will. We will for sure. Um, I've actually been looking at it as well. My um, my kids wanted to get it today. I'm like, look, just just wait a couple of weeks. I'm pretty sure it's up in Game Pass. <laughs> well, we can go build a spaceport somewhere. Yes, and I'm gonna ruin it for you every time. Thank you. Thank You're you. welcome. That's what I do. You're gonna yeah. bring all the bring all the pirates back. Exactly. Over over with games with gold this week. We got War Warhammer 40k Inquisitor Marta. We have Destroy All Humans and Shantae and the Pirates Curse. Don't really know a great deal about Shantae, but it looks okay-ish. Deals with gold. We have Avon Colony for forty nine ninety five and the Wolf Among Us for twenty two seventy five. Wolf Among Us is a an easy pick. There, it's quite a, quite a good yeah, game. Yeah, fantastic yeah. game. Yeah, Avon Colony for your sim build style games. Switch this week. We got the Bioshock Collection. Now, this is not a deal per se, but it is brand new for the Switch uh, for eighty nine dollars Australian. But the Bioshock is all three games which are three amazing yes. games. Seen some uh, videos on it, some reviews. It looks insane. Like They've done an incredible job porting that over and are to be commended. So definitely one to be checking Bioshock out. The franchise is absolutely fucking fantastic. If you haven't played it and you've got a Switch, now's, now's the time. Yeah, and it's portable, which is insane. Mm. Who would have thought that one day you'd take the Bioshock collection portably around? Right. Not me. Not me. Amazing. Gravekeeper is also next on the Switch. Now, this is only for a dollar fifty. Now, this game is like um, it's Stardew Valley, but you are a graveyard keeper, and it looks it looks fun. Um, it's definitely been one I've wanted to pick up. I've seen a few people I follow on Twitter talk about it recently, how they just couldn't put it down, how much fun they were having with it. With it, and for a dollar fifty, definitely, go grab it. Easy, Epic Store. We have Borderlands, the handsome collection for free. Uh, that is from May, May 28th to June 4th. <laughs> Puppies is a, uh, is a mad look, Borderlands fan. Mad Borderlands fan. But honestly, look, like the game is great. I just don't enjoy it. <laughs> I, res- I, I respect why it's good. Um, but Totally fair. Totally mm, fair. Definitely um, one worth picking up for sure. Epic have been killing it, man. Was it Civ 6 last week? Handsome collection this week. They're just giving away money. All right. Well, giving away games, but you know what I mean. Well, there's Fortnite dollars, man. Cash in. <laughs> yeah. Well, they've delayed, delayed the season, so they're going to be waiting for a little bit, I think. Mm-hmm. Shall we roll into news and updates? We should, I think. It's a good thing to do. Okay. That's how we're not. Let's do it then. We're going to start things off with the PS5 reveal event that has been postponed. So Sony has made the decision to postpone this week's PlayStation 5 reveal event until a later unspecified date. The event was set to last around an hour and showcase a range of games coming to the PlayStation 5. The decision was made as there's clearly more important things going on in the United States and voices that need to be heard ahead of the event like this. In a statement, they said, We have decided to postpone the PlayStation 5 event scheduled for June 4th 
while we do understand gamers worldwide are excited to see PlayStation 5 games, we do not feel that right now is the time for celebration. And for now, we want to stand back, at, <clears throat> stand back and allow more important voices to be heard. Puppies. Fantastic. This is, this, is, this is good news. Um, so for those who have been living under a rock, um, there's been a lot of action in the States uh, with protests. Um, equal rights, human rights for, for black people especially um, after the police killed a guy which was absolutely fucking tragic um, the whole thing's pretty horrible the whole thing's, yeah yeah, it is, um, this is a good thing that it is, yeah stood up and I think I've seen a lot a lot of a lot of companies kind of step back and go, right, we're, we're, we're um, holding things back now, I think Activision are holding back um call of duty season call of duty see. seasons um there's yeah. a few things like that um a lot of companies have also been sp- speaking out about racism as well which is important and very very good to see um it's something that we should be talking about more often to be honest um yeah we definitely should and it's really unfortunate um like we were talking about earlier the some of the responses on twitter uh, to this post to to Sony um, oh, saying we're going to, you know, there's, there's some horrible people out there that it's like, you, you, you just can't understand. Like, how, how, how do you even come to that point that you're in right now to say these things? Like, it's a fucking an hour long show of games that we're going to see. It's not like it's getting cancelled. You never. It's not like you're never going to see it. It's getting postponed. It's getting moved a week, it's just, two weeks. It's, it's a delay. You know, two weeks fucking recognize what's going on and go oh this isn't about me because i'm a fucking self-centered twat uh and the the other the best ones you see are like oh i don't live in america this is it's like this is not just about you know this is just the flashpoint is in america it's about racism across the world exactly nothing to do with not being in america the america they're just pushing it forward as much as they need to um for their country well done to any of these companies that stand up and put this shit off and wait um until it's a more you know, kind of yeah, yeah it's it's supposed to get sorted out or calm down so damn though that would have been good to watch would have been but i'm happy to wait especially for these reasons we have i i say two to three weeks i think we'll be seeing it it's okay. pretty um yeah i'd say so pretty good though they because it gets them closer to the last of us let's the last of us have its time mm. that's true but we shall move on to our next one. EB Games has to refund Fallout 76 purchases. Now, it's been a while since we've had Fallout 76 um, feature on the podcast in a while, so it's good to have it back. It's been a couple a months. Yeah. It has been. It has been. It normally doesn't go very long before Bethesda shows up and does something for us. So EB Games has conceded that it will refund those who purchased Fallout 76 from either its retail outlets or online store and then tried to seek a refund due to faults in the game between November 4th, 2018 and October 31st, 2019. So those dates are important. This is after October's ACCC findings that Bethesda had misled its customers about what they were getting when purchasing 76. EB Games has subsequently informed customers that they were not entitled to a refund, which led customers to go to the ACCC to seek their rights. Customers who believe they are eligible for a refund need to contact EB Games before August 1st by emailing them, the customer service team. And it goes without saying 
that you will lose the right to play the game once it's refunded. Makes sense. And so, I, I would be surprised if there's like a way around it and people like, oh, I can still play this now. <laughs> oh, it's Bethesda, Bethesda. Um, yeah, I don't know what. I re I returned my copy on Steam a few weeks back. Yeah. Yeah, I played Wastelanders and just like I was enjoying it for like the first couple of hours, two hours, I think I was on my limit. And um it's just uh, that creation engine just needs to go. Just move it aside, set it out to pasture, let it go and come out with something new because it's just it's very dated. Um it feels very old and Hopefully, no more online Fallout ever. Hopefully, Hopefully they're done. And they can just go back to doing their story driven content. And that's it. But Hopefully. It'll be a while we before we see bring. anything. No. So, next up on our list is when to watch the E3 2020 streams in Australian time. So, it's that time of the year again, and we know that E3 isn't taking place in a physical sense because it was cancelled. But most of the big streams that we watch during June each and every year are still taking place, with the exception of Bethesda and potentially Nintendo. All the usual publishers still plan to hold streams in the next six weeks. So what we have here is a, a quite a large list of all these different shows that are coming up. And I've just gone through and marked the dates for everyone. We'll put a link in the show description. You'll be able to click on that. It'll take you to the website where I got the information from, and you will be able to interpret when and where it is in your country, in your zone. It's all there, um, and there's quite a lot of information. So I didn't want to go through and try and read it out right now because we'd be here all night. Anyway, let's move on with that. So when do the streams start? There's already been a big big number of streams taking place with the Summer Games Fest, which is lasting all the way until the end of August. Some of these streams below are part of the Summer Games Fest, while others are not. Sony, who weren't going to be a part of E3, is even going to be a part, is going to be a part of the fun, kicking things off in June with a PS5 reveal event, which we now know has been cancelled or postponed. So we have Gorilla Collective, which is on Sunday, June 7th. When's that? It's this Sunday, isn't it? It's Sunday, yeah. There you go. So it's starting this week. Uh, PC Game Show, which is also on Sunday, June 7th. Uh, Upload VR Showcase, uh, one I haven't heard of before, is on Tuesday, June 9th. We have the Steam Game Festival, which is Tuesday, June 9th until June 14th. Uh, we also have the World of Warcraft Shadowlands stream, which is on Wednesday, June 10th. Uh, a very big one here is Cyberpunk. 2077 stream which is on wednesday june 10th ea play is on friday at june 12th the day of the devs by the game awards is on tuesday june 23rd new game plus expo is on wednesday june 24th marvel avengers are having a stream their war table stream is on thursday june 25th xbox has a 2020 first party game stream in july now they haven't confirmed a date um they've just said it's in july uh, Ubisoft Forward is called, is on Monday, July 13th, and Gamescom Opening Night Live is on Tuesday, August 25th. Puppies. Out of all of those, what are you excited to see? Um, not the Cyberpunk one. 
I don't want to see any more Cyberpunk stuff. <laughs> um, I'm interested to see the um the Xbox first party one. I think that'll be interesting. Um, hopefully they can hit that on the head. They um kind of fumbled the last one they did. Um, they they, they got to nail that. Mm, if they I'm, don't, it's just gonna just be hard fucking for them. show fucking twenty minutes of Halo Infinite kicking ass, and that'll do. That'll do. It will be fine. I'm actually really interested to see the Marvel's Avengers War Table stream. Because we haven't heard yeah. a lot from that game, and I want to see where it's going and what it's doing. And Not... that was supposed to be out. Yeah, it wasn't. That's yeah, right, it yeah, got it delayed. got delayed, yeah. Delayed. Um, so I'm Move interested back. to see where they are with that. Given the fact that they're calling it the War Table stream is curious. Um, Sounds live-streamy, doesn't it? Uh, live-streamy. Um, fucking live service. E. Yeah, yeah, a little bit, yeah. Um, yeah. And I mean, this, the Steam Game Festival is always... Always a good one to watch as well. Um, lots of games right. in e- there. EA Play. What are you What are you expecting out of EA this year? Do we have anything from EA this year? I mean, we're going to see sports. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I you, think... can, you can you can throw your Maddens in there and all that shit, but we don't count those as games anymore. Yeah, that's true. Um, <laughs> I just I don't know, man. I don't know if I maybe we'll hear something about a new Star Wars game. It might not be an announcement, but hey, we're working on this. Um, Oh yeah, I was I was like, wasn't Respawn working on a Star Wars game? Turns yeah, out they did. Yeah. They released it last year. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so I think we'll see more on that. What about oh, a Battlefield? Are we going to see another Battlefield from them, or Battlefront? Because Battlefront Two is just out on PlayStation Plus. Might be a Battlefront Three. Yeah, that could work. I can see that happening. Yeah. I mean, I don't mm. know if we'll see a Battlefield this year. I think that might. We haven't heard anything. There's been no rumors or anything yet. So I I have a feeling there might be like, oh, maybe we're working on it, but there won't be any kind of announcement. Yeah. Um, I think we're definitely going to see a Star Wars game out of them. Yeah, for and sure. I think, I think it would be pretty ready to go. I don't say, I'm not saying that we're going to get it this year. Um, it will be a solid showing of it. I think they're going to really, really sell it and show it off and go, look, this is what you're getting um, in possibly a year's time and then aim for that first half of next year. Yeah. Um, that's what, what about that's you? What, I what, are you, what are you after here? Um, there's, actually, uh, there's a few. I'm just kind of curious about what the hell they actually are. Like the Gorilla Collective, I haven't really heard a great deal about. Um, and I'm pretty interested in seeing that one. The Cyberpunk stream, I am keen to see that because I just want to see some more gameplay. I just want to see what that game is is really, really like. Yeah. Where it's up to now because we haven't seen new gameplay in a very long time. So to get get some fresh stuff, um, which is going to be the closest representation of what it actually looks and plays like um, in a few months, will be good to see. Uh, Xbox One obviously is a is a guaranteed one. And probably Ubisoft. I think they've got they've got a lot to show this year, especially this yeah. year with um, all those Assassin's games Creed that they, they pushed. The Assassin's the Creed ones, yeah, one. we'll hear a lot of news about them. Yeah, um, I hope Skull and Bones is is in there. Oh, please, please, just something. Um, out of it. What about Beyond Good and Evil? You think we'll see something? I yeah, this will be the year. I think they'll show it this off. Will like be the year? this will. This would be the year they, I think, they would close their presentation with. Like, this is their mm-hmm. big, like, holy fuck moment. 
this is what we got really coming. Like they would open with Assassin's Creed because everyone knows about it, triple stuff through, and then close with that because I think that's going to be a pretty big, pretty big game. It's going to be weird seeing Just Dance as a li- as like a live stream and not a stage show. I know. What are we going to do? Where's all the, <laughs> we, the dancing? We can't the have the crowd, the, the crowd dances aren't going to be there. It's just not going to have the same Ubisoft experience, man. I'm going to miss it's not it. Ubisoft, it's not the Ubisoft experience anymore, mate. It's Ubisoft forward. Forward. Right. Maybe they're moving forward by not putting Just Dance there because we all know it's fucking coming and no one cares. <laughs> well, there's a lot of people that care. Oh, people about. that care about Just Dance. It's a great game. So Go on. It's just yeah, so much. You, can we see a stream of it soon? You gonna? Oh, maybe. Gonna I'll, I'll, I'll consider it. Yeah. I mean, I'm not whipping it out on stream. That's that's terrible. But I'm, I might play <laughs> just dance. Um. Also, this here it is. That's Manuel. The um the yeah, Steam yeah. Game Festival. I'm interested to see how they. Because I'm think I think Jeff Keighley's running that, isn't he? I think so. Yes. Yeah, I think he's doing something with it. So on to our next piece of news which is the PlayStation 5 games might become a bit more expensive. So with the reveal of the Unreal 5 demo that uses the PS5's hardware capability, it somehow made the gaming community ask if that project was expensive to make because it looked like it. There, that was something hard to achieve. Jim Ryan, PlayStation CEO, stated, I think to the extent that the, the technology enables the graphics side of it to become more interesting and lifelike. The games will become slightly more human-intensive and capital-intensive to produce. So yes, we think there's probably will be an increase in development budgets. We don't see it as being a massive increase, and that's why we want to do more faster than we have done ever done before, to provide a fertile install base for people who make games to be able to monetize against. If we can keep pace with the likely increase in development costs, then the industry can continue to prosper. Now... This is titled as PlayStation 5 games because obviously they've been talking to Jim Ryan. I think this is next gen in game. general. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because it's, it's the price isn't, you know, it hasn't really moved. Not for a long time, no. And um, I don't know. You, you, would think it, you would think it should budge, it should nudge up. It should. It should nudge up. But the question is will it or. In place, will they be leaning heavily on microtransactions, DLCs, paid digital content, stuff like that that people can buy extra on top because the overhead on that is a lot less? But you gotta ask yourself is that stuff, games as a service and DLCs and, you know, the monetizing battle passes, etc., is, is that because the games have not increased in price but have increased in development cost? They've been Absolutely. forced to go down. Maybe. They've been forced. They have. They've, the, the dev teams have to work out ways to continue to make money because wages go up, you know, costs go up of everything. It's just it is what it is. But games as a full retail price, you know, outside of, you know, stupid collector's editions and stuff like that, which is, you know, it is what it is, they don't budge much. No, and It hasn't really. changed in a long time. So... Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I I've said before that I would be happy for you know as hard as it would be, and there'd have to be a shitload of thought to go into it. Um, to have publishers and that have a bit more creative freedom in how much they charge per game. Like yep. you know, if you are gonna 
put a game together that's going to take you know five six years to re- to put together it's going to be huge like you know one of the biggest ones you've ever seen etc um with crazy amounts of content they should i would think charge extra for more it for it more I for can, it i can see that working if the game is actual quality though like given the games we've received in the last what few years like the pattern is send it buggy we'll fix it later generally yeah yeah. um so i I would if if that was the case i would like to see that stop and them taking the time to make the games as perfect as they can be and not this kind of release at half baked and i will fix it later when everyone's angry at us and it would be a it, it would be a change across the board in how games would be perceived when released um they would have to be careful because you know you can't just put out yeah you can't just smack out the next madden uh 2020 and go oh this cost us so much more to build and make and do we're going to charge you you know 130 dollars 140 dollars australian for it you know 670 80 90 dollars us yeah um and not do anything meaningful to it because a company like that could could potentially do something like that um, and prey on their fan base and install base and stuff like that. Oh, definitely, yeah. There's um, there's definitely room for people to be real schemy little fucks in there. Um, because I bring, I also bring this up because uh, the Last of Us two is they've Sony have released previews. Previews you would have seen them popping up all over the net. Um, yeah, they're everywhere now. For a certain, like they can only talk about a certain section, you know, so far in and whatnot. Um, and the three or four that I've read, because this is like one of the main games I'm just going to break <laughs> my own reviews for. I just want to read it. I want to see what this game's going to be like. Um, that everyone is praising the living shit out of it so far in ridiculous ways, in saying that the the size and scope of what you're going to see is like nothing you've seen before. In a game like the animation detail, everything in it is just so top notch. It's so stellar that the game still sells for sixty dollars or a hundred dollars Australian. Yeah, and this is and it's supposed to be a very very big game. If a company like Naughty Dog, which there there are plenty of other companies like them, if they could go right we've got we know we can charge extra for this game because we're going to put in a crap ton of extra work you know i would be happy with that if that's like you know the quality you're going to get back out of it yeah that's what that's the only way i'd see it working yeah and it wouldn't have to it couldn't be a sudden like oh suddenly we're doing this it would have to be gradual because i think if it just started like it went from you know a hundred dollar game to a hundred and thirty dollar base game straight away people would get oh, pretty yeah. upset about it like they're, they're, like it's it's like that that like in theory i like i kind of agree again there's there's room for companies um that are producing kind of yearly games going oh we can bump the price up and not do much else and we can just take that up from our fan base and they just have to deal with it if they want to play the game um whereas companies that are, are, are focused on like one large game that are putting in a lot of work i can see that happening um and and being able to support that but yeah it would it would have to change there have to be some major changes throughout the entire gaming industry for that to actually oh work. there'd have to be heaps they'd heaps. have to they'd have to be like even a quality rating system brought in oh that's I what think. i was gonna say I think like reviews would have to be reviews as well would have to be completely not completely changed but 
reevaluated mm. on how they're assessed, how a game is assessed, you know, especially if it's got a price difference against it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because I think even now, like there there's a there is a stigma when it comes to free to play. Yeah. And then and the reviews when it comes to free to play. Everyone as soon as they get it in their mind, oh this game's free to play. Oh well it's probably not fully worth it. Like there's a, something it's, missing or yeah. You know, yeah, there's it's it's got that mobile mobile feel to it. The yeah. other way would by uh, saying say Naughty Dog were just using them as an example because their game is due out next and it should be an an incredible game. Um they could, I think. They they could do it. They they say they could have gone, right, we're gonna we're gonna charge, you know, it's gonna cost you a bit more to get into this game, but um it is it is gonna be worth it. It is what you're it. gonna see. And um, I think yeah. Yeah, it's fucking it's hard. You're again, right though. Have it, to be it's really tricky because like if, if you're paying so much for a game, you'd be kind of expecting it not to be broken up into DLC either. Like you wouldn't, wouldn't no, be no, you you wouldn't have to be it would have to be a complete package. It would have to be damn near fucking perfect. Especially if they're gonna charge extra like if you're going right, you you wanna charge more for the game because you think it's worth that. It needs to be amazing and detailed and well built. Um, Definitely, with, like I mean, sure, a minimal bug is whatever, but you'd expect them to be so unnoticeable that it wouldn't affect it. 100%. it yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, like you said, reviews would have to change <laughs> because oh, this is a this is a hundred and thirty dollar game. What are you getting for that hundred and thirty dollars? And becomes a question of value for money as opposed to quality of game yeah, oh, it's, yeah it would be really hard like there would have to be it, it, in one day it's going to have to change otherwise we're going to move away we're going to move into a totally different realm of what we see as games now um like we're already shifting you can already see it going into subscription services and you know game pass and battle passes and free to play with battle pass and dlcs and you know all this all this extra crap yeah um, and that all has nearly stemmed from uh, developers and publishers not being able to charge anything more than sixty dollars and a hundred dollars Australian. Yeah, you, they just can't. They they cannot. If if a game was to come out now, um, pick anything. It's like we're going to charge you a hundred and forty dollars to buy this at retail and and digital. And people would be like. For what reason? And they go, oh, it costs us more to make. Well, that's not good enough. I'm used to paying this much. So, yeah. so you can see how they've been forced and pushed into into games as a service and you know all that all that crap. Some of it which is fine, others which most of it is not. It's, mm. it's another interesting factor would yeah. be multiplayer games. So things like Call of Duty and Destiny kind of to effect as well, maybe. Um, because again, it's multiplayer, so it's especially like PvP kind of stuff. It's kind of the same thing, so it's it would be very differently priced to single player games. Yeah, well, you could and probably then look like, at, it. at that point, would it be cheaper with transactions within, or would it be more expensive with nothing? Yeah, see, it raises a good point because also like. Using Call of Duty as an example, um, if uh, they were to raise the price or whatever, they could split that game. They could literally release just a standalone 
multiplayer version. Like you just want the multiplayer, that's fine. That, this and is you what you're gonna get. This is what you add pay. maps and if stuff. You want, yeah. If you want the other stuff, you want the single player stuff, then you pay this much extra, and you can have all the single player stuff. Um, yeah, it's a it's a fucking interesting conversation of where it can go and what it can do. Or if but it work. Yeah, well, uh, I don't think it could. I don't. I'm. I don't know, man. Now I'm in two minds now, thinking about like I would be happy for it to go into that, but if as long as all the things that we've just kind of covered got put into effect, but yeah, we both know that probably would not happen. No, it um, wouldn't. It, we've gone too far down the rabbit hole of DLCs and monetization, and you know, working out. Well, these publishers have worked out how to how to drill down probably even further than what they would have gone with just raising a game by three dollars a year to purchase. Yeah. Interesting though. That's very interesting. Kind of play with that in my head. Because I mean Yeah, there's so much about it that works, but so much about it that just really doesn't either. Like and it's not that it wouldn't physically work, it's trusting companies with that kind of power well it, we know it works. part of the problem we know it works because it works for nearly everything else i mean movies wow. cost more like you've got to go to a movie like it it's going to cost you more this than what it did 10 years ago oh no, i was talking Again. about more of our our thought experiment there as opposed to the actual rise in prices the rise oh, in prices you... is fine i'd happily cop that if it was a general rise like so everything yeah. went up 10 bucks whatever sure cool you know things happen like, everything goes up you know it's I mean, it won't, you find parallel, it that it hasn't, that it hasn't gone up. It's it's fucking bizarre. It is. I mean, it's, it's gone up a little bit, but for the most part, when you get like opening day deals, it's like back down to the normal price anyway. Yeah. Um, it... There's someone coming from like hospitality. I have to draw very similar parallels to that and food prices. So food prices, cost of living, everything is always constantly going up, mm-hmm. but you're expected to keep menu pricing down but you still have to make enough of a profit um and as a result over the years food prices have gone up and i'm sure yeah. you've noticed that you, know, you used to be able to get a steak for like 20 bucks i have a really nice steak now it's 35 40 and that's all because mm-hmm. of all because of price increases and uh, i've been mean, video games i mean not exactly the same the same kind of theory and yeah you're right. i'm surprised it hasn't happened yet yeah, well, it's it got it got put in place a long time ago, and they've just they've just stuck with it. Yeah, I might um do some my own research into it to see what I can find out about it because there has to be someone who's got way more intel intelligence about it and know knows more about it than what I do and you do, and they That's might fine. have some better information. Well, before we head off, what games are you playing next week? What are you What are you into? What are you looking forward to in a week or two? So I, I kind of have a clean slate this week. I don't have any games that I've purchased that I need to play. Um, so I'm probably going to dip into Valorant a little bit, try and get some mm. time in Tarkov. Uh, maybe dip back into some Gen Zero because I've been playing that with some friends and that's been really fun. And I've still got it back to Uncharted. So I'm kind of catching up this week, I think is the plan. And um, you, have, you haven't decided decided yet on the Last of Us? Are you going day one, or are you gonna you're off? Still thinking, or... about it. still thinking about it. I'm like, eh, are you gonna maybe. see what the review because the reviews are out next this week? This week, yeah, I think week. I might wait. I might wait for reviews. And if see... this thing comes in, if this thing comes in and pulls like perfect tens, and you know, are you gonna dip in? 
Most likely, yeah. Again, yeah. I'll probably like I'll, I'm I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna look at a few reviews. Like what I normally do for games, I'll I'll watch you know eight or ten different reviews that are available, especially ones that are out early like this. Um, to get a kind of broad spectrum on what's going on, how the game works, and if I'm gonna, I mean, I'm I'm sure I'm gonna enjoy it. But it's something I I generally do. I kind of watch a lot of reviews before I I buy a game, especially if it's one this large. Like little games like like Man Eater and stuff are just great because they look fun as hell. Yeah. Um, excellent but, for a. Uh... An entrepreneur reviewer such as myself that you yes, watch reviews, exactly. yeah. Um, so yeah, that's I'll, I'll, I'll consider The Last of Us. I'm still unsure though. What about you? What are you um? What are you buying this week, man? I am getting to go straight back into Tarkov. Um, I've got to escape from that place multiple times, multiple <laughs> times. Um, really need to get cracking in that. I I want to stay ahead of ahead of the curve per se, or the head of the meta. Um, so level-wise, I'm, I'm about average now with everyone, so which is good because um, yeah. I haven't had a great deal of time to, you know, to really play it, especially, you know, with one of those games can go, you know, 40, 50 minutes if you're in a raid full, full quit yeah, all the way to the while, end. Yeah, Yeah, and, like, you, that's only, you're, like, you know, two hours or whatnot, and I, that's it. There's, that could be literally be two raids done, two signed raids, off. Yeah. The, yeah, which is not, you know, is not much. You can only get... Um, so much out of it, but definitely want to go into that. There is a game coming out next week on June fifth, this week, this Friday, um, called Command and Conquer. Re- what is it? It's remastered, I guess. It's the Command and Conquer and Red Alert has been remastered by um, a very passionate dev team made up of uh, Westwood Studios, which is the same mob who did all the originals. You know, they were the original creators of it. One of my yep. most played. RTS. It's one of my most played games, actually, series like I've ever played. Yeah, out of anything in my entire life, because I used to just live on these games. I've played all of them, the whole series from front to back, way too many times. Um, so I'm very excited for this. It looks like a just a labor of love. They've really treated it really well, handcrafted the whole entire experience. It's not just a rushed EA type thing. There is there's a lot of effort has gone back in all the sounders have all been remastered the whole lot it just looks great from an rts if you're an rts fan this is you know one of the originals back in the day who is redoing it i forget who the dev team is what they actually called um but yeah they are made up of ex um, westwood studios development team who was a studio ea bought and shut down over the oh. command and series. oh Lovely. good good yeah, good to see but, So they've all that. got back. They've all got back together again, um, and that's out. Yeah, this week. So I'm going all in on that. I'm going to bounce between that and and Tarkov. I think. Nice. And that's about it. Should be a um, pretty good week. Oh, I got camping too. I'm going camping for three days, four days. Oh, nice. Just before hmm. winter starts really settling in. Oh yeah, oh yeah, winter up here. Yeah. I, I turned the aircon. <laughs> Literally, I turned the aircon on before. It's hot. Right. Oh, it is. Well, let's wrap it up for the week. Uh, puppies, where can people find you if they were to look for you on Google? On Google, oh, there's various sites that you probably shouldn't look on. Uh, <laughs> but you can find me primarily on Twitter and on Mixer at deft underscore puppies. Great. Where can they find you? Over. On YouTube as Grey Aussie Gamer and on Twitter, I should use Instagram more often, um, but I, I don't. don't I just I completely forget. 
that I have it. It's like it's hard enough to to post just to Twitter and to stay active with people on Twitter on a regular occasion. Um, mm. Trying to, I don't know how some people do it. Honestly, I, I have no idea how some people insane. split themselves between. Or you must never get off your phone. No, that'd be the only way. Or you hire someone to tweet things or post things for you. I'll tell you where you can find us, though. The both of us at the same time, because we both have the same account, is at left underscore pod, which is our Twitter handle. You can also catch us on YouTube where we live stream right here, right now. Um, And you can also catch the replay, too. If you'd missed it, just search for Two Left Thumbs Podcast and you'll find us under there. Um, We stream every 9 p.m. Australian Eastern Time every Tuesday night. That's about all. It's been an absolute damn pleasure again. Thank you, puppies. You're welcome, as always. Um, thank you, everyone, for tuning in. And there, there may or may not be some audio difficulties throughout the cast, you may <laughs> notice. Thank you for sticking through with us. Um, thank you very much for listening. We will be back next week. Have a fantastic week. Look after yourselves. We'll see you Most then. likely with a surprise guest. Bye. Bye.